Why choose this green church? I came to TGC because I saw a place where I could grow spiritually and I also saw people who were interested in my well-being in general. They weren't actually trying to force this, um, but it kind of made me stay because I could see that it was genuine. Um, TGC makes me feel like this is my home. Like I feel old. I feel like I've always wanted a place where I can showcase myself, where I can be discriminated, where I can express how I feel exactly, and that is what PGV is all about. Everything we do is based on the word of God. We don't manipulate it to our own benefit. We want to and that's what we That's why I love you. There you have it. You have an insight to show. Philippians 3. Glory to Jesus. Philippians 3. Finally, my brothers, rejoice in the Lord. It is no trouble for me to write the same things to you again, and it is a safeguard for you. Super. Okay. You know, um, at times when we teach as though, I say the same things over and over and over again. Good for you. Okay, so it says, it says, for me, it's not even like the same thing. It's not trouble, but for you, it's a safeguard. It's a safeguard. So we don't learn by hearing words usually. We learn by reinforced teaching. So when someone says, you know, ah, in our church we did um, righteousness in last year February, we still know it is a lie. People forget things. So people must report the same things over and over and over again. So it sticks. So that thing that thing will be taught at least every year, at least once a year, at least maybe twice or thrice. So so it can. They can form for you a foundation on, on, on which everything else is built on. Okay, so it says, for you, it's a safeguard. So, if you want to safeguard you, I'll teach you some things over and over and over and over again. That will learn. Alright, we're going. Watch out for those dogs. The human beings. Okay, go. <laughs> those men who do evil, those mutilations, mutilations of the flesh. For it is we who are the circumcision, we who worship by the Spirit of God, who glory in Christ Jesus, and who put no confidence in the flesh. So he says, it is we who are the circumcision. It's not what they did in the body. You know, these like when they cut their first thing. You know, it says we are the real circumcision. It says, worship God by your spirit. By his spirit. Okay. So what I'm telling us. That the believer, as I said last week, we live spirit first. We live spirit first. We live out of our spirit. So we don't live from sight to spirit. We live from spirit to sight. You get that? So we live out of our new best spirit. We live out of the spirit. That's what we believe by the spirit. We live out of the spirit. So, we don't live by fleshly promptings or desires. We live by the Spirit. I'll show. Glory to Jesus. So, it is called spirit animated living. Spirit animated living. So, it says in Romans, says, the body is dead to sin, but the Spirit gives life. So, the life we live, gone, gone, is spirit lived out. Am I communicating? All right. John 4, 21. It says, we put no confidence in the flesh. 
We don't trust in the flesh. John 4, 21. 24. Jesus declared, Believe me, woman, a time is coming when you will worship the Father, neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. You Samaritans worship what you do not know. We worship what we do know, for salvation is from the Jews. Yet a time is coming and has now come when the, rule, when the true worshippers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth, for they are the kind of worshippers the Father seeks. God is spirit, and his worshippers must worship in spirit and in truth. So he says, that time has now come when we worship God in spirit and in truth. And that's what the John 53 says, the word I speak to you, they are what? Their spirit and their life. So spirit-based living is living by the word. It's living by the word. So we live by what the scripture says. Amen. We live by what? What do we want to say? So we don't live by, by, by what they say or by what we see. We live by what the world says. So the world may say, it is crashing down. But the world says it is lifting up. So we live by the lifting in the world. You understand this? So this helps us to, to live a life of stability. Not today up and down like the world. Because our lives are based on, so we live stable life. Stable life. Stable life are based on what the word says. I'm building up. Amen. John 17, 17. The word is spirit and it's truth. Sanctify them by the truth. Your word is truth. Your word is truth. So even when I can't feel the word, the word is truth. Even when I'm getting to see the word is true. So, if the word says, I am the healed of the Lord, doesn't matter how I feel my body, I am the healed of the Lord. No, he said that. We live from spirit out. So, once I settle it in inside that I'm healed, it will come out of my spirit and into my body. You understand? So, we don't say, because I feel sick, I'm no longer healed. You understand? We live spirit out. What is inside will show out. It is first within, then without. Even for salvation, how do you say it? Did you have goosebumps and gossip? Did you see an angel? Did God slap you like what? No, what happened to you? Did you have shrills? What for most people? It was just, I believe, when I'm saved. Romans 10. Romans 10. Romans 10. I'm good enough. This is the essence of it. The life of the believer is a life of the spirit and the word. So living in Christ for Christ means living in the word, living by the spirit, and living it out to your world. Okay? The spirit and the word, then living it out. Romans 10. From verse 6. But the righteousness that is by faith says, Do not say in your heart who will accept ascend into heaven, that is to bring Christ down, or who will descend into the deep, that is to bring Christ up from the dead. But what does it say? The word is near you, it is in your mouth and in your heart. What is saying here? What is saying here? Who shall ascend? Quoting the OT. 
Alright? But when you believe in Christ, you ascended. You entered in. So we're no longer trying to ascend. Do you understand? It is who we are in Christ already. So we should live based on who we are now. Now we said that living like a believer is living spirit and truth. Not spirit and emotion. Not spirit and good works. Spirit and truth. So it doesn't matter what, what is God is ever giving good works. If it is truth, it's true. Amen. If it is true, it is true. So we live spirit and truth. His word is true. So our life, you know, the effective has to be based on the word that is appreciated. But what does it say? The word is near you. It is in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith we are proclaiming. That if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. As the scripture says, Anyone who trusts in him will never be put to shame. For there is no difference between Jew and Gentile. The same Lord is Lord of all and richly blesses all who call on him. Look at that. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. So how do we get saved? Believing in our hearts and confessing our mouth. So it does not matter how you feel afterwards. Do you understand? We live by the word. So you need to believe in your heart about Jesus. And you will still be confessing as Lord. You are saved. So it's not a matter of, you know, um, I still make mistakes. Or I don't feel any change. We live by spirit and truth. His word is true. His word says you are saved, you are saved. Amen. So as you are saved, you believe in your heart. Confess your mouth. After what you are saved. Is that good? So say, I'm saved. I'm righteous. I'm redeemed. I'm ever bound. Glory to Jesus. Romans 8. Romans 8. You know, if once we get saved, the devil gives them issues over, like, for the first thing in their life. Tells them, but nothing happened now. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. Did you feel anything? Nothing happened to you. So we, tell, we, 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 show, we show ourselves in Scripture. And the Bible says, I'm saved. I'm saved. Glory to Jesus. Romans 8. Go to verse 16. Romans 8, 16. Romans 8, 16. The Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Glory to Jesus. Now, if we are children, then we are heirs. Heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. If indeed we share in his sufferings in order that we may also share in his glory. See, the Spirit about. We just know. How do you know? We just know. Do you understand? The devil might give you doubt in your head, but in your heart, you know and feel sure. Do you understand? You know, we said that faith is of the heart. That doubt in the mind does not mean there's no faith in the heart. Do you understand? The mind, the mind is like, it's like an express, something like this. Things come and go. Do you understand? So that it comes and it doesn't mean it's there. It's just it's a passing thought. So we don't live by, by covenant traffic, you know, coming and going. We live by the word. So the spirit, this is our spirit that was spoken of God. So we just know, you know, I know us. We just feel that deep down as a child of God. So we don't let the doubt in your head interfere with the faith in your heart. It works for everything, working by faith. Even healing. You don't let the doubt in your head 
Accept the faith in your heart. What do you do? Keep confessing the faith in your heart. You know what I said right now? That I need to do it. But I have a dick. Don't allow the doubt in your head. Accept the faith in your heart. Keep confessing what the word says. That you mean by faith. Just say your confession. Say exactly the same thing. Doesn't matter how you feel about it. Keep saying exactly the same thing. I'm digressing, but I need to. So that woman that that that, that uh, our son died in, in I think um, second king. Okay? And everybody kept asking her, what happened? All is well. All is well. The child died, but she kept on saying all is well. A faith woman, but in her confession. All is well. Even though the child had died, but she kept on saying all is well. And in the end, all was well. Amen. So we confess the word. We live by spirit and truth. So we put in our mouth the truth alone. Nothing but the truth. Nothing but the truth. How are you? I'm the truth of the Lord. Everything is gone. Give me a point here. We confess the word alone. If I will live by So, even from salvation, we know by spirit what agreement. The spirit of my sin, I'm saved. I also agree because the word says so. I'm saved. So, when you tell, when you, when you, when you, when you put someone, you get born again. And that is asking, okay, I don't feel anything. You don't feel anything. This is what the word says to us. You understand it? So we keep, we show the, the believers, we really say this thing. We keep them assured of who they are in Christ. We them to tell them, but you still, you still lie. You are still saved. Amen. For people that when they just get saved, they will just talk about the of lying. Are you open? Second Corinthians 5, 2 to 3. Second Corinthians 5, 2 to 3. So from now on, we regard no one from a worldly point of view. Though we once regarded Christ in this way, we do so no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone and the new has come. All of this is from, all this is from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. So he says from now on, we don't regard anybody by the flesh. We don't judge them. By what we see alone. There's more to you than what we can see. In fact, the real you is unseen. We cannot touch the real you. Amen. We can't touch the real you. This is just your case in the container. Amen. So we don't judge you by, oh, what is ugly there? <laughs> we don't judge you by what we see. <laughs> Did you get that? We don't judge by what we can see. There's much more to you. And what the eye can see. So you don't live based on what the eye can see. You live by your personality in Christ. The real you is a done deal. Look at that. The real you is, a, is, 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 is after God's glory. The real you is also what you do. You live out the real you out. So you don't care too much about how you feel right now. You would make yourself feel the right way by living from inside out. Am I communicating? When other people they are righteous. Yes, you are righteous. Even though you feel tempted, yes, you are righteous. You live out righteousness out into your body. Wait, 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 ah, such a sinner. No, no, no. Maintain your confession. You are what Christ says you are. You are righteous. Since all things are now of God, in believer. Since in, 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 in you creature, in you can make up. Everything you write is of God. All that we use of God. So only God things are in you now. You get that? Only God things. No, no masturbation. <laughs> only God things. Only God things. What sickness is? Only God things are in you. Not weakness. Only God things. 
Not doubt, only faith. Not it is only love. So your makeup is God's makeup. Since you are God's workmanship, you are God's craft, you are God's, you know, you are, you are God's masterpiece. So, and God does only good things. Alright. So you live out of, you live from inside out. So you live from inside out. You live out the goodness, the good nature. You live out the love, the joy, the faith, the hope. Live it out. When, 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 when that bad will come, you will tell the man, I'm of God. All things are of God right now. So there's no bad word here. It's only joy here. When you, when you look at that film, and it seems so attractive, you say, I am of God. Everything right now is of God. I'm above this thing. All things are now of God in you. Your makeup is fully God. Fully kitted God. Amen. Is who you are right now. So we live from inside out. The believer lives out his new nature. So it can be, it's not something terrible. Just remember, I am of God. All things are of God right now. All things in me are now of God. I'm controlled. I have self-control. Why? All things in me are now of God. So I live from inside out. Not the victory with the sorrowful. For vanity. All things are of God. I need the peace of my mind. Please give them peace of your spirit. <laughs> hey. All things are now of God. See, they are giving us right now. This is not reconciliation. So we are telling the world, see, this inside is good. Come and join it. It's easier when you leave spirit out. So even you know it's like a sweet. You understand it? Glory to Jesus. So, in the new creation, there's no sickness. Why did he put sickness there? He didn't put sickness there. In fact, when he told them not to sick, he didn't tell them that you're not the sick. He said, why are you sick? He did not plan that you'll be sick at all. It's not in the plan. So he says, you plan you'll be sick. Because it is not in the plan that you'll be sick. <laughs> you get the point here? So, they didn't plan this in your body. Ah, if you see that, they didn't plan it with you. So, he said, you will go out and heal the sick. Not that you'll be going away from every day. It's not in your building plan. It's not in your makeup. To Jesus. All things are now of God. Amen. Back to Philippians 3. Philippians 3. Glory to Jesus. Go to verse 7. Go to verse 7. But whatever was to my profit, I now consider lost for the sake of Christ. What is more, I consider everything a loss compared to the surpassing greatness of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things. I consider them rubbish that I may gain Christ and be found in Him. You know, um, we can tend to normalize life in Christ. It can become, you know, the case of five years, it will not become normal. Clearly, when you are saved without future practice, you just got saved, just got saved, after I was not saved. You didn't let you the sickness. You just, just got into a normal, boring, Christian life. That, that's coming to you. And said, eh, and so. But Paul said something. He said, this life in Christ makes everything about my life worthless. He said, the life I did before, that was on a path to material success, to fame and success in my society. He said, when I found Christ, I kind of everything as dog, as garbage. So he was putting or showing the value of the life in Christ that is worth much more than everything else. That knowing God, knowing God, His knowledge is worth much more than everything else. But we need a premium in the knowledge of God. So we should, we should um, put the life of God above 
everything else. You can ask what will value to you. You know how people say, ah, in this period, you know, I'm, I'm busy, so, you know, I don't have much time to go to church anymore, you know, or, or I can't start like before, I can't finish like You are showing us the value you put on the life in Christ. Someone said, I count everything as dunk. People think that when they start seeing the miracle, they'll put that as a priority. But before you put a priority, then that's supposed to be looking at. When you put values, you give a lot of it. What you put in, what you get out. Gosh, no, 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 what you put in, what you get out. So look at the elite person. So all or nothing. They put everything in. All was in. So you could see also that all float out. What you put in is what you get out. So what is the value you have placed in hope with God? Colossians 1. We'll come back in. Colossians 1. Colossians 1. Are we learning? Are we, are we, are we getting this? Colossians 1. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Yep. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, by the will of God, and Timothy, our brother, to the holy and faithful brothers in Christ at Colossae, grace and peace to you from God our Father. Amen. I would like to stop here. Verse two. Now, it's not, it's not, it was not saying that everybody in Colossae, they are all well behaved. Amen. When it says to God's only people in Colossae, it's not, it's not that the old Christians in that town that they are, they are well behaved. He's saying that in Christ are sanctified. It is your nature now. It is your nature now. Whether I can see it or not, it is who you are right now. Amen. So when you begin to live out of the you begin to live out into your, into your, into your reality, the faithfulness, the holiness. So again, it is the word faith. So when you take the word as who you are, you need to then live out the word into your reality. Let's go. We always thank God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, when we pray for you. Because we have heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love you have for all the saints. The faith and love that spring from the hope that is stored up for you in heaven and that you have already heard about in the gospel and that you have already heard and that you have already heard about in the word of truth, the gospel that has come to you. All over the world this gospel is bearing fruit and growing, just as it has been doing among you since the day you heard it and understood God's grace in all its truth. You learned it from Epaphras, our dear fellow servant, who is a faithful minister of Christ on our behalf, and who also told us of your love in the Spirit. For this reason, since the day we heard about you, we have not stopped praying for you and asking God to fill you with the knowledge of his will through all spiritual wisdom and understanding. And we pray this in order that you may live a life worthy of the Lord and may please him in every way, bearing fruit in every good work, growing in the knowledge of God, we heard you have been saved. We heard of your love and faith in Christ. So, for this reason, says we pray for you continually. So, amen. For in this, when we read, when we read Paul's prayer, Paul shows us the prayer the believers should pray. Prayer we pray for ourselves and for other believers. Pray for, the, for, the, for, the, for, your, for your for your disciples, for your newly saved. So, this is the prayer we pray for them. We're not praying for them that kill his enemies. No, that's not prayer. The prayer is not, you know, who shall pray to you. We pray, you know, Prayers and things that are approved. So what's the prayer? It says, we pray for you. That, you know, that 
God, they, they, they are supplied with every wisdom and understanding that God gives. He says that you may live a life of the Lord. What's God saying? So he's saying, no, he said, the believer lives by spirit and truth. So we are praying for you that you can understand truth better. So says, if you clearly understand who you are, they can begin to live a life worthy of the Lord. Fully pleasing unto him. So that was one of them. So it means without knowing scripture, knowing who you are in Christ, you cannot live a life fully pleasing. When you don't know the things that you have in Christ, what you can do, who you are, you can't live a life fully with wife. We live from inside out. So it's what you believe inside that you can live outside. So we make that prayer every day. Lord, fill me with your knowledge and wisdom. By the Holy Ghost. Make your prayer every day. Fill me with your knowledge and wisdom. I want to know that it will be your test. It will be your, your, your desire to grow in this knowledge every day. This is your life. This is your life. This is your existence. The knowledge of God. This is what will make you. This is what will give inheritance. The knowledge of God. The knowledge of God. So the more we know God, the more we can live out the life fully listening to Him. Bearing fruit in every good and good So this should be your daily desire. This should be above everything else. Above TV time. Above social media. Amen. This should be your care, your desire. So the self believer puts God's word. The knowledge of God has first over everything. You know, someone says, but I'm too busy. Just like the Bible proverbs. You know, they said, oh, God, I'm happy you When I'm busy, I'm using it. A dull act. Shuffle it. No, I'm busy. I'm busy. A dull act. You are busy. That's what people do. So, because you are, you are so busy, it's a dull act. Don't shuffle it. What do you do? Become effective. The word of God is what makes effective. So, in John 20, you know, John 20, the disciples got up together and Peter went to fish. Went to fish. And thought all night and caught nothing. Hard working. Labor. Thought all night and caught nothing. But Christ came and said, Put your neck, put your neck to the other side of the boat. And they caught too much fish. Why? Your, the word of God not makes you effective. You can toil all night, work so hard, and get nothing. You deliver out of God's word. You know what I mean? So we put God's word to it and be effective. Don't be so busy working so hard and selling at it. Amen. Paul says that I'm succeeding. If the real you is suffering, is that success? If the real you is stunted, you grow in wealth and, and material success, but the real you is stunted, is that really success? How far would that take you? The day that will blow you small wings, you know that. Amen. So, so we need faith first. Faith first. So you can stand strong. Stand strong in God's will. Stand strong. Whatever happens to the world, you stand strong. You stand strong. You stand strong. You stand strong. First Moses says, He says, that we will do this. He says, our profiting will appear unto all. He says, it has value, not only for this life, but also for the call. So being trained in godliness, spending time in your spirit, in prayer and in study, it has value, not only now, but also in the world to come. It has value now. It says it can help your life right now. It can help you live in peace right now. Live in joy right now. Live in hope right now. Not, not, not in anxiety and emptiness. It says this, this life of being trained, it says it has value not just now, but also in the to come. 
Faith first. Living in Christ. Living for Christ. This one. Verse um, 10. Verse 10. And we pray this in order that you may live a life worthy of the Lord and may please Him in every way, bearing fruit in every good work, growing in the knowledge of God, being strengthened with all power according to His glorious might so that you may have great endurance and patience, and joyfully giving thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints in the kingdom so of pray life. Prayers, two prayers. A prayer for knowledge and a prayer for strength. A prayer for truth and a prayer for spirit. A prayer for knowledge and a prayer. So this is our prayer point. A prayer for knowledge and a prayer for strength. That you are strengthened every day. I don't know what You are strengthened with the Holy Ghost. Amen. You are strengthened with the Holy Ghost. You live, you live from the strength of the Spirit out of you. This God. For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the Son he loves. In whom we have the redemption, the forgiveness of sins. This point. So it says he has what rescued us. Now, did he say he will rescue us? Did he say he will rescue us? Did he say if we pray very well, he will rescue us? Did he say if we fast 40 days, he will rescue us? Did he say if we plead the blood, he will rescue us? You're not asking me. Did he say if you drink, um, and I feel he will rescue us. He says what? He has rescued us. A past test that is now a reality. A past event that is now our reality. So we're not, we're not living in Christ and fighting the devil. Or begging him to leave us in the shoe. You know, we have been rescued already. It is not what will happen. It's what already happened. So it means that every wild of devil by you has been brought to nothing. It means nothing can by enemies hurt you. It means other claims you may not. You understand it. You have already been rescued from sin, from from death. You have been rescued. So there's no one lot of back. No, you have been rescued. You understand? You have been rescued. It's not, there's no that there was coronavirus. It's either, you, know, you have been rescued. You have been rescued. You have been rescued. There's no, you were sick for days and now died. You have been rescued. There's no, uh, in, in family, they are better. No, he has been rescued. You have been rescued. There's no, in, in the family, they have had problems. You have been rescued. So you must see this as devil's work. It, it, don't say it's natural. It's not natural. Because in, in Eden, it's not so. It's not natural. It's work of the devil. So don't say, eh, in science, I know it's science, sir, but in, to, to also, it's good and bad. We are in the good, no bad here. So we live in a type of rescue. See, I always say that when you notice this, you look at problems this way. This way. They are far beneath you. It is not a struggle, it's who you are. Learn these things before it's a challenge. Glory to Jesus. You have been rescued. Let's go. It says, in him we have redemption. Now, for that means accepted. Accepted means to forgive as though you never sinned. It's as though you never committed any sin. Now, the God, the judge of all, says he's forgiving you as though you never sinned. So you're not saying, ah, 
maybe this, maybe because I lied last year. That lie left that girl. You know, I, I, I have a friend, uh, yeah, that he had a very funny part. He was a terrible manager. He did all sorts, as he was a chronic manager. He was terrible. Super terrible. No, super terrible. I, 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 I can't go into details. He was super terrible. So, the guy got saved. He got saved. And for a, for, for a few years, you know, he had finished school, done his master's, he not get a job. In fact, he was getting you know, near misses. Like, almost got a job or something happened. Either they could not reach his phone number or something. So the guy thought that was because of his past life. Not the devil does to you. If you think so, hold on to it. Once you give the devil an opening with wrong knowledge, he will hold on to that thing. But that is if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. He says, if forgive all, he says, as though they never sinned. You get it. So it's as though, when God sees you, He sees you blameless, without fault, fully holy, perfectly righteous. It's not me, the word. It's annoying you fighting the Bible. He totally forgives all your sins, all of them. Past, present, and future. <laughs> you are fully forgiven. You are fully forgiven. You are fully redeemed. The blood that, that washed you is not cheap blood. It is the blood of, of the Holy Son of God. So best believe that that blood can wash you very well. Yeah. Best believe it. Best believe it. So you don't go out with guilt. With guilt. You know, some people go out, they are so weighed down with guilt. So every guilt. When they pray like, maybe God will not answer me because I just want to before. No, you are fully forgiven. You are fully forgiven. So where is the delay? It's not God. It's the devil. And you tell him, okay, take your hands off my miracle. You get this? So it's not God saying no. Then take your hands off and fully forgiving, fully redeemed. Take your hands off. At first it means fully forgiving as though you never think. You know in the OT, that's every year don't you know of the of forgiveness. But it's covering. In the Old Testament, that's every year. You have to renew it. You have to renew it. Because it was not remitted. It was covered. So that's why subscribe is here in the head. When you don't subscribe for your own. Amen. But in the, in the New Covenant, the blood that washed you is the blood of Christ. Fully forgiven. Fully redeemed. So you must stand as though you are fully forgiven. You are righteous. You are righteous. You are, so don't go about saying, ah, you are sinned and saved by grace. No, you are righteous. You are righteous. You are redeemed. You are holy. You are blameless. Amen. So you say, like Bible says in Hebrews, it says you can boldly have put of grace. Say for mercy. We're not going there, going there like says we come in boldly. We come in boldly. We come in boldly. Because, because of what Christ has done. Not, not what we do, what he has done. We don't come and say God give us mercy. We come and lambano the mercy. <laughs> See, it's not, it's, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not, not people pray as, as though, if, if they don't pray it well, there'll be no mercy. Lord, mercy. Lord, mercy. Lord, mercy. Lord, mercy. You are begging for it. You don't beg it. You go and lay hold of the mercy where they are. So, so, I was talking to a friend online on, on Friday. And the guy was praying Romans 9 prayer. Um, I will have mercy. I know I have mercy. So, so he says, every, every day he prays for mercy. So imagine, imagine that imagine that you gave you gave it to your, your child. That child comes to you every day. Mom, you have mercy upon me. 
Come here, just How ridiculous. Yes, they are we a ballet, you know. So imagine my phone. Is that the please have mercy on me every morning? Now they have mercy on me today. Please have mercy. Have mercy and give me food today. Have mercy and give me give me ticket. What do some people do? You are God's own. You are God's own child. Then God says, Jesus Christ. See, it says you are joint heirs with Christ. So, you, whatever Christ has, so you have also. So imagine Christ saying, God, please, my father, father have mercy upon me. No, imagine just Christ praying, Father, have mercy upon me. So we are in his mercy, fully forgiven. Someone says, eh, but there's no but here. It's the truth. Don't but it. Don't but it. It's who you are. It says, in him, we have redemption. The, the remission, the washing away of sin. Fully yes. washed away. Fully washed away. You don't allow any form of guilt. Eh, but I, I compared this to five years ago. No, you are forgiven. You are forgiven. You are forgiven. You are free. Walk free. The devil is bastard. Not just people. People carry all their life pain because it tells them you say you because I'm not forgiving. So them that that gets your body. Because that thing you committed five days ago, you not. That forgiven. God owes nothing against you. Please go. See, the second chance says he's not counting your sins against you. Against you. He has put upon Christ all our iniquities. Everything upon Christ. Christ took everything. Is why, is why, is why he was crying that Lord, this cup, that cup was all the all the sickness, all the pain, all the pain. Every cup. Why was crying that Lord take away from me? It was a real cup. That cup was a cup of rejection, of problems, of issues, of sin, of guilt. Every cup. So Christ decided to sleep it to the Father to put upon Christ all our iniquities. Because God's will being done. I have people to Christ. Because God's will being done. So he did a perfect job. Let's mm-hmm. go. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. Now, Paul will say, does it mean that I'm making light of sin? No. Sin works with guilt. So usually, the more guilty you feel, the more you do it again. Oh, that's a simple experience. Yes, actually, it's true. <laughs> guilt does not make holy. Guilt doesn't make holy. So people, today, they don't say that, ah, Lord, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. They are so sorry. They will cry. No, I'm so sorry. By the same day, 12 p.m., you don't need to what makes a man stand assured is knowing that they are forgiven. That we are just like enough. God's Zoe, God's holiness. When you see this life, you just live it out. You know, we said we live spirit and truth. When you focus on what the world has done and the truth of this word, it will show in the way you live your life. Amen. So you must put God before you. If I will say it, I believe it, that's the truth, that ends it. I'm righteous, I'm loved. I'm holy. I'm beautiful. I'm, you know, I'm lovable. Everybody loves me. <laughs> Amen. Amen. You live like this with the word. Let's go. 
He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For by him all things. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Since the Son, who is living in Christ, for so must know the Christ. Since he is the image, that image means he is a perfect replica of the visible God. So it says, when you see Jesus, you have seen God. When you see Jesus, you have seen God. So when you see his character and his character, they are perfectly alike. It's also God. When we say invisible God, it means God the Father. So God the Son is exactly like God the Father. No variableness. No difference there. So when I see Jesus, I see God. Amen. When I see Jesus, I see God. When I know him, I know God the Father. The perfect replica. So someone says, what is the only kind of annoying and harsh and angry and misogynistic? Is that the one? <laughs> and then sexist and racist and all that. Amen. Amen. Christ came to show us the real God. You know what it is? It means that whenever we see the OT, where we look at Jesus Christ, did it where? We are interpreting the story of understanding God. So we say, again, again. So, <laughs> so when we read that, you know, Moses spoke, spoke with God, and next thing, after living God friends, God went outside to kill him. Ah. Exodus, is it Exodus 4? Yeah. He's talking with God, and God gave him a all was well. And next thing was living. And that was the Lord went after him to strike him dead. Then Zipporah, his wife, now saved him. Now, are we saying that his wife was more than God? In this way, yeah. If God wants to kill him, he's dead. I will teach more on this next month, but learn this. Learn this, learn this principle. Learn this, learn this principle. Talking about, about Bible idioms, Bible people's culture. So, this is where they write as if God did what is allowed or permitted. Or what just happened? You know, in their culture, that's what they write. Okay? They write as though God did what he allowed, permitted, or could, or could not stop. Whatever happens is our that's, law. That's, that's, that's their culture. Whatever happens, that's though God did it. Or what they just, they just, just attached to God. You know, even in Job, Job once said, the devil went out to do, and the devil said next thing that God did, oh God, before the devil, you know, the devil went out. You know, but now they write, they ascribe everything to God. So when he said, the Lord went out to, he's not saying that God himself went out to kill, if God went out, the guy will die. Can God, can God be fire? <laughs> Yes, awesome. So we see God's character in Christ. So, Amen. We see God's character in So we read, read it, understanding. We'll teach it more in February. We'll read about how to the scripture. So, the Son is the image, perfect replica of God. The first one, after the first one, there means the preeminence of our creation. Preeminence of our creation. It's everything over creation. He owns this realm, He loves this realm to us. Amen. Yes. I saw, you know, these, these days we have, we have to read carefully. Read carefully. Even the books we read on script, we read carefully. And there's also Rice Christian books. Yes. No, there's Rice Christian books. I'm quoting it to Rice Christian books. Read, read it on our standing. So there's a, a group of you know, that, that, that separates Jesus from Christ. I, I hear also this day. Okay. And, and they write books with Christian titles. They write books with Jesus from Christ. That Jesus. 
and Christ are two different entities. And they write, they, they write books that have been sold. They call themselves pastors. As in, they're like the church. There are many of So before you read any book, please read about the author. It's believed. Don't just read, ah, the Christian book, and this one, when. Okay? That was what we all thought. The, the, the difference between error and truth is just, just a small deviation that did it really well. You know when you do, when you do uh, engineering, small deviation, now it goes. It starts to come small and it goes like this. So the more it goes, the wider it becomes. So, amen. Awesome. So it says, for in him all things were created. Now, some of people believe that Christ was created. The believe that was created. Well, that was clear. It says, in him, all things were created. So it was not, it was not a, it's not even a creation. It's the creator. You know what I'm saying? It didn't happen later. God, God, it was not created. You know, because it's called God, it's called God. God did not give it to you. God did not give it to you. It's not. This <laughs> God. Verse 16. Are we learning? For by him, all things were created. Things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things were created by him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. And he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning and the firstborn from among the dead, so that in everything he might have the supremacy. All things were created through him, for him, by him also. This is what it means. It says, is before all things. That's exactly before all things. So it says, in him all things also all together. It now says, he is the head of the body, the church. So, Ephesians says, says, he heads over everything for the church. So, he controls everything for the church. So, it is as though Follow me and just mark my place. It's as though you, in Him, in His name, you are head over everything. When He gave you His name, He was giving you something. See, that name is above all things. When you, when you are using His name, you are above everything. Yeah. That name was, you know, walk over everything. It's before Every creation was answered to the name. And that name is for the believer. So because, because you are in Christ, all this is answered to you. Every creation, power, principalities, everything, answered to you. So there's no, he's a big witch. Or he's my village, he's my village priest. No. He's head for you. He's head for you. So we give equal respect. For lack of respect to both big and small, which equal respect for lack of respect. Do you understand? You know, that respect is my name, zero respect, because it's English. <laughs> so don't go and ah, Babalao, 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 um, my state. No, 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 no. They are the same thing. He has made them nothing to you. Nothing to you. Nothing to you. See, whatever Christ has is in your account. His power, the authority is in your account. He didn't give you small and, and you. Hold back the remaining. No, everything is did with your account. You are joint heir. You are joint heir. I get me. You are joint heir. Joint heir means you can sign the same, same check. Whatever I can buy, I can buy also. Whatever I can do, I can do also. You are joint heir. Joint heir with Christ. Higher. So, 
living in Christ is living your reality. Seeing who you are in the Word and living it out. Don't care about how you feel. Let the Word be your feeling. Feel the Word by force. So he says, he just took my family. He took it. He took it. I don't care what I feel. He took it. He took it. He took it. And believe that Christ is a good taker. You take something, you took it away. He took it. So, living your reality that nothing will by any means hurt you. Glory to Jesus. So, when we live like this, living by the word, we see the Christian life is worth everything. This is the problem. People live half Christian life, quarter life. They say they are believers, but they enjoy being sick. They enjoy being oppressed. They enjoy being broke. They say they are suffering for the gospel. They are being tested. They say God is testing me. He's testing me. James 1, James, James 1 says that God doesn't test anyone with sickness. James 1, James 1, James 1, James 1. James 1 testing. James 1 testing. James 1 testing. Amen. James 1 testing. Quickly, quickly, quickly. We are there for now. Just one step to the seven three. James one thirteen. When tempted, no one should say, God is tempting me. For God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he tempt anyone. Now that evil there is not only sin. It is sickness, affliction, problem. So you say, don't say God is tempting me. He's taking to the fire. No, it says God doesn't do that. Please go on. But each one is tempted when, by his own evil desire, he is dragged away and enticed. Please pause. Now, let's not let's not look at the comment. When the Bible says that, um, that and the Lord moved David to number his people. Did you remember that story? James said it's not good. Only only put on written yes yes letter by Ezra. This also is not good. So I'm saying read the Bible to understand it. Read your your Old Testament. Light of the new. When you understand the new, the old makes more sense to you. Otherwise, you kill you. Meaning the old, that understanding the new is is problem. So many believers, um, my one year Bible plan, oh God, you are copying nothing, oh God, oh God, and you don't understand anything, you are just drinking it, and all this. The Bible in one year, Bible in one year, Bible, you don't know the end, what are you, what are you doing there? If, if you don't understand what Christ has done in Christ, it's problem. It's issues, problems, headache, questions they cannot answer. So James said, he says, God doesn't tell anyone, there's no problem. Please go, 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 go. Watch it, watch, watch it. But each one is tempted when by his own evil desire he is dragged away and enticed. Then, after desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is full grown, gives birth to death. So, James is saying that that evil problem is between him and devil, you know. <laughs> because his desire, devil helps him to increase it, <laughs> and the king that's not God. So this is my point. And you cannot say I'm sick because God is there. God is, is, is testing me with sickness to see if I will not, if, if, if I will stand strong. And be in <laughs> Amen. No, people, people believe this. If you believe this, who, who will then heal you? If God is doing you, who will heal you? See what is doing. You cannot be undone. <laughs> who will heal you? Amen. Let's go on. Sixteen, sixteen, or seventeen. 
Don't be deceived, my dear brother. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly light, who does not change like shifting shadows. Look at that. So he's saying this. If it's not good, it's not God. If it's not good, it's not God. If it's not perfect, it's not perfect. Good and perfect. So people say, um, you know, uh, you, know uh, you, can't, you can't have it all, you know. No, it says if it's not good, it's not God. It's not God. So for it to be God, it has to be good. Not that you want to be good. Not that, uh, you know, this sickness will lead to God's glory. That's not the point. <laughs> good and perfect. The only glory there is you being healed now. The only glory there is you being, not being healed tomorrow. The glory there is being healed now. So that, hey, can't this ah, you know, it's, a glory. it's not the glory of God. It is good and perfect is the glory of God. So he says, says it's not from above. He says, from the Father of light, wood does not change like the shadows. So God is steady. He's consistent. It's not that today is you know, in a good mood, he gives you good things, more but no, it's consistent. It does not change. Glory to Jesus. Colossians 1. Wrapping it up shortly. Colossians 22. Okay. 22. But now, he has reconciled you by Christ's physical body through death to present you holy in his sight, without blemish and free from accusation. See, when your sins are been washed off, there's no more blame. No more accusation. That's the point. When by, by affairs, okay, remission, true remission. I have said nothing wrong. You can't be accused anymore of anything. So there's no charge against you. There's no charge against you. There's no word before God against you. Before God, you are what blameless and free of accusation. This is who you are. So, so when you stand before God or the devil, you stand boldly. Some the devil says, I know what you did last year. You don't care what you did last year. The Bible says you are holy and blameless. Amen. So you stand in your reality. Holy. So you stand before God. See, see. If you can stand before God, as I said in Hebrews, with full boldness, how much more the devil? You understand this? If you can stand before God with boldness, says, come with boldness. How much more before the devil? How much more before him? So you go boldly. 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 Doesn't matter what the person doesn't matter where the person comes from. Boldly. Boldly. Not only before before demons. Whenever anybody comes to attack you. If the devil the devil the devil attacking you. You stand boldly there also. Something I will shoot you. You stand boldly. Boldly. That, that demon in him. You stand boldly. You stand boldly. You stand boldly. You stand. Then they will ask you. You stand boldly. You stand boldly. You're not going to say, "Hey, please." No, you stand boldly. If you beg, you do You stand boldly. No, don't beg a devil. You stand boldly. You stand boldly. You stand. You tell that that devil the person to get out. You stand boldly. You stand boldly. You stand boldly. You stand boldly. This is who you are in Christ. Living in Christ. Living by the word. Living, living, living what the world says you are now. So this is what it is. To fully 
live this life, you must see yourself in scripture. It only works seeing yourself in scripture. It only works seeing yourself in scripture. A life devoted to doing God. This is your life. You know, only we can live fully pleasing and get results. See yourself in scripture. So you must have a desire for growth. Desire for growth. Desire to know God better. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Wrapping up, go to 24. 24. 24. 24. 24. Rush it up to 28, 29, 24. Let's go. Now I rejoice in what was suffered for you, and I fill up in my flesh what is still lacking in regard to Christ's afflictions for the sake of his body, which is the church. What Paul what, says? Paul says, This life is so valuable. I will do whatever it takes to preach it. I will do whatever it takes. I will go wherever. You know, they told Paul that when you are going to, they will bind you hand and leg. Then, there, go, 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 we are going. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. This Christian life is not lived casually, it's not convenient, it's not mood, it's not chance. It's whatever it takes. You begin to experience God better when you become a believer that lives whatever it takes for the gospel. Whatever. So what we are saying right now, even small, speak to your friends. That's the least you can do. That's the least you can do. Be a bold believer. That's the least you can do. Not, not, not just I'm a regular good guy. Who, who cares about regular good guys? Who did they help? They believe everywhere. This life is worth living, worth dying for. It's worth everything. It's worth everything. It's worth being insulted for. Think called the move for. Oh yeah, I'd rather be moved for Christ. That's a good moment to be. He's been, he's been, even if you is stupid, man, it does not be stupid. They can call you names. They say you're boring. They're boring. <laughs> boring. Christ lives in me. I don't know what boring means. I don't know what boring means. I've not been born in years. I've not been born in 15 years. I'm telling you. I, I, I don't know what I don't know what I don't know. I don't know what I don't, I don't. I can't describe bottom. I don't know what it means. Christ lives in me. I'm animated. Glory to Jesus. This is the life. This is the life. Let's go on quickly. I have become its servant by the commission God gave me to present to you the word of God in its fullness. The mystery that has been kept hidden for ages and generations, but is now disclosed to the saints. To them God has chosen to make known among the Gentiles the glorious riches of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Look at it. Look at it. It says this mystery was hidden. So in the Psalms was hidden. In Isaiah. Eden. In Jeremiah, Eden. All of them, Eden. What does this mean? When you read those books, don't just read it and call it. Understand what has been disclosed. Don't pray 
a prayer of one that is eating. Create me a new heart, O God. Eden. 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 Don't leave me alone. Eden. Even when you think that you're crying, it's not a song. Yeah, Eden. 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 They don't know what you know now. They don't know what you have now. Eden. Eden. Let me pray for mercy. Eden prayer. This has, this, this has now been disclosed to us to say. So to understand the old, we read the new. We thought that they revealed. You know, we say in the OT, Christ was prophesied. In the Gospels, it was revealed. In the Acts, it was preached. In the Epistles, it was explained. In Revelation, expected. So, we must know the, the explanation in, in the Epistles. He says, this is, this is the mystery. There's no mystery anywhere. There's no mystery anywhere. This close mystery this is it, that Christ lives in you. That Christ lives in you. That Christ lives in you. This is everything, guys. That Christ lives in you. So this Christ, this is the hope they all look for, the hope of glory. And right now, to you, not, not just an hope, it is a reality. Christ lives in you right now. This is it. We proclaim him, admonishing and teaching everyone with all wisdom, so that we may present everyone perfect in Christ. To this end, I labor, struggling with all this en- energy, which so powerfully works in me. Paul says, this is the job. We, are going to, we teach everyone. We labor over everyone to make everyone mature. This is the job, guys. Present everyone mature. Labor, teach them. Speak to them. Show them the man of Christ. Show them their ignorance. Show them begging God to heal them. Show them they have been healed. Mature them. Teach them. They're going to say, I'm a sinner. No, sir, you're not a sinner, sir. Teach them. Teach them. Preach everywhere. Labor. It calls it labor. Hard work. Not convenient. Hard work. Hard work. Everyone mature in Christ. This is the job. So we know we are in Christ. And we'll share this to the world. That's right. Hey, hope you were blessed by the sermon. Feel free to visit our website www.thisgreenchurch.org for more info. God bless you.